A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Cosmic Road Trip Podcast. A podcast about all things spiritual, mystical, witchy, and woo-woo, designed for the modern babe. Each week, we will dive deep into the nitty-gritty of ancient energy systems and modern-day modalities. This podcast is for the dreamers, visionaries, changemakers, and risk-takers. Life's too short to be boring, so be prepared for fresh opinions, taboo topics, and unfiltered conversations. We created this podcast because we're obsessed with elevating and expanding our lives. We want to bring you along as we unearth helpful practices and topics that you can utilize to do the same. So if you're ready for some fun, jump in, turn up the volume, and let your co-hosts, Brittany Donalds and Aaron Munoz, guide you through the universe. Hi, Aaron. How are you? Hey, Brittany. Good. Good. How's your weekend? It was really, really busy. I worked a lot this weekend. I had a wedding and I had um, just, I mean, my regular clients. So it went by really fast. Fun. We, uh, well, I was gone all weekend visiting family and friends in the Kansas City and Lawrence area. So that was really fun and got to kind of go around my stomping grounds. So I really enjoyed that. But now I'm making up for sleep and dehydration. (laughs) So lots of water and rest happening. And we finally decided to go back to the rec today. We've been working out, um, outside since kind of February, but it's starting to get cold outside and my little piddly lungs can't handle running in the cold. Um, otherwise I end up with like a cough. So, and right now is not the time to have a random (laughs) cough from running. (laughs) So we, Finally went back, but they've kind of um, spaced everything out, which is really nice. And even the cardio machines are six feet apart. So I was really excited to be back at the gym. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I haven't been in there since I tried to die last time. Yeah. Aaron thought she could have been either having a heart, a- heart attack or a panic attack. <laughs> I didn't or... actually think I was having a heart attack. Yeah. But um, I was having like weird little palpitations. AFib. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I still so. need to go back to the doctor. But yes, get that checked out. That's after important. COVID started happening, it just wasn't like something that I could go and see somebody for. So. Right. Yeah, it's hard for sure. So, well, to kick off this episode, we decided we would go over crystals. I'm sure you realized from the title of the episode that that's what we're talking about, but we do get a lot of questions about them. I sell them at the store, so I get lots of questions. Erin integrates it into some of her services at the salon, so we thought we would go over it and kind of give you maybe a brief overview to get you started into crystals. I don't think we'll probably touch on like 
a wide variety of individual crystals. I mean, we may touch on some, but this episode is more so an overview, I would say. Yeah, it's going to be very general, um, all the like main questions that people have mm-hmm. about yep. crystals and stuff like that. It's so easy to find resources that um, will tell you. I mean, you can Google any crystal name and it'll bring up so many different, you know, like all the properties and anything that you would want to know about yeah, an individual crystal. So Yeah. So if you do have questions after listening to it, obviously feel free to reach out and we can maybe suggest some crystals, but we are going to cover even, you know, how to pick a crystal out, some of the healing abilities, um, things of that nature. So, you know, we'll touch on some things, but other than that, if you have questions for something specific, definitely let us know because we're both obsessed with crystals. They're all over our house, our yard. They're in our bras, pockets, purses. <laughs> so um, it's something that we really enjoy. So Erin's going to kick it off with a little kind of overview of the history of crystals and why people choose to work with them. Yeah. So crystals um, have been used for thousands and thousands of years, earliest civilizations that we can find proof of, um, seem to have used some type of amulet or, um, stones in their healings or just for lots of uses. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's funny that it's still such a taboo topic because they've been around forever. I know. And people like will even say crazy stuff like they're evil or you shouldn't work Uh with them or, but they're like, even in, I don't want to say cave drawings, but like in artwork, like in ancient Egypt Mm -hmm. or like, you know, for its uses, but yeah. yeah. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that and, um, like why, why people are into them. So, um, healing rocks and crystals have their particular vibration and frequency, which arise from their molecular composition. So from the way they move and interact, these vibrations and energies work in benefiting and uplifting our mood, our mind, health. And, um, often in the way essential oils and aromatherapy work, acting like a magnet, um, they can absorb negative energies and welcome a fresh vibe. So, um, since they're all naturally extracted, they harness energies of the sun, moon, oceans, and all natural healing energies. Um, they can improve your state when you place or hold a crystal over your body. It interacts with the body chakra and promotes physical and mental wellness. So used in a certain way, it can also improve your concentration and your creativity. Um, they promote physical and emotional, spiritual healing. Crystals vibrate at the same pitch as humans and they maximize our healing abilities that we already have. So, because of this comforting feeling, when you place a crystal on your body, it helps you connect better and feel at ease. Balancing crystals can also help match the misaligned energy levels. Um, So, it's more of a pseudo, like people call crystal healing pseudoscience, which is basically just like, it's all in your head because we can't scientifically prove it. But, um, like, in... Actual medicine in hospitals, doctors, medical professionals, they use placebos. And they basically say that crystals give you the placebo effect. And they, they'll they argue that like there's not actual healing that comes from them. But I feel like there's a reason that they've been around for so long. And that obviously it does improve, you know, the way that you feel and your mood and stuff like that. So it's... It's definitely something that has been, um, like, I don't know, what's the word? It's just, like, easier to, in my opinion, I feel like it's easy to shut something down that you don't understand. Like, I mean, that doesn't stop people from believing in their religion, and nobody goes around saying religion is a pseudoscience. Exactly. Well, that's what I think You can believe in something and not have maybe rock-solid proof by a scientific community, but I have rock-solid proof of how it makes me feel, and that's all I care about. So, Well, and there are actually a lot of ancient cultures, which I'll get into, that use crystals for specific healing, like for your heart, for certain systems in your body, like digestive systems, or, you know, things like circulation and, and your nerves and stuff like that. So... Just because there hasn't been any, like, recognized scientific proof yet. I feel like there are a lot of things out there. I mean, I was listening to 
<laughs> the the um, podcast with Graham Hancock yeah. and who's on Joe Rogan's on Joe podcast. Rogan's podcast. I guess he's been and, on there a couple of times. Yeah, so he's I, on there quite a bit. But it's the most recent one. But um, I don't know. He might have been on there since then, actually. But I looked. I don't think so because I couldn't find him. I don't listen to Joe Rogan's podcast, so mm-hmm. I actually had to like just scroll and look for it. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it's the most recent. Okay. Um. So he actually says that there are tons and like so many different scientists that have found proof of ancient civilizations that were like very advanced and that lived in the Amazon rainforest. Mm -hmm. There is proof, scientific proof of that, but it still fails to be recognized in like mainstream science and history. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, Just because it's not in a history book doesn't mean that it's not real and that it didn't happen. Yeah, Um, and I mean, I feel like if you're listening to our podcast, you're (laughs) somebody that's probably going to listen or believe somewhat in crystals. Otherwise, I I don't know what you're doing here. Hi, welcome. Well, at least you have an open mind. (laughs) We're um, woo-woo witches and we like crystals. So um, we're going to talk about them. So I'm sure we don't need to like fully justify them to you, but I guess this information could be beneficial to like have for conversations yeah. that you're having with people. Well, and when you Google, like, does do crystals actually heal people, there's going to be a lot of stuff like, oh, people believe this and this and this. But almost no matter what, unless it's, like, a blog about spiritual or, you know, kind of stuff that we do, then it's going to say, but there's no scientific proof. Yeah. So, eh. <laughs> yeah. Take I mean, it or leave we it. Don't, we don't hang out with those kind of people. No. So, no just kidding. You don't need that kind of negativity in <laughs> yeah. your life. Here, you actually need a clear course if you're that negative. <laughs> right. Okay, so um, I'm going to read a little bit about different, like, ancient cultures. Just really, really brief. So the first historical references with the use of crystals come from ancient Sumerians, who included crystals in magic formulas So, the ancient Egyptians used lapis lazuli, turquoise, carnelian, emerald, clear quartz in their jewelry, of course, and they carved amulets from the same gems. Um, They used these stones primarily for protection and health. Then they used green stones to signify the heart of deceased in burials. Hmm. Um, They used these in a similar way in ancient Mexico, um, ancient Greeks attributed a number of properties to crystals, and many of the uses today and words, like the word crystal, comes from the Greek word for ice, because it was believed that clear quartz was water and had frozen so deeply that it would always remain solid. So the word hmm. amethyst means not drunken and was worn as an amulet to prevent both drunkenness and hangovers. Hmm. <laughs> well, maybe I need to carry that yesterday. I needed that. <laughs> Yeah, right. Um, So there are actually a lot, a lot of the crystal names come from Greek words. Um, Hematite is iron or ore, and it's associated with Ares, the god of war. So Greek soldiers would rub that over their bodies before battle, and it would, they thought that it made themselves invulnerable. So um, jade was obviously super valuable in ancient China, and... um, some Chinese written characters represent jade beads, or um, musical instruments were made out of them. They made masks. Um, the same period in Mexico, jade was recognized as a kidney healing stone. So, and that was, it's funny that that was also true in China and South Africa. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of crazy, too, that all of these common beliefs were in places that were super far apart all over the world. Right. Um and then they obviously play a part in all religions. They're mentioned throughout the Bible, the Quran, and so many other religious texts. The origin of birthstones and um, is the breastplate of Aaron or the high priest breastplate, as mentioned in the book of Exodus. So it's, it's kind of crazy. Um, you see them throughout the Renaissance period, and the tradition of using them in healing was still accepted then, but... Inquiring minds of the period sought to find out how the process actually worked and give it a more scientific explanation. So, um, kind of as scientists in those times were starting to like do experiments and really try to find out like how this works. Mm-hmm. Um, if 
if you think about it, those were the same early times that like Socrates and, um, I mean the same scientists that discovered every basic like physics foundation that mm-hmm. we have in science and physics and stuff like that that they teach us in school. It was the same period of time and religion kind of started to take over and then they were like picking and choosing what, what science was acceptable or what right. believes that, you know, like we couldn't see gravity just like we can't see the way crystals heal us, but there's just certain things that I guess was kind of left out of of what we take today for like scientific belief in what's just thought to be some sort of like woo woo pseudoscience. <laughs> pseudoscience. Yeah. yeah. No. And I even, I mean, there's all of that. I do believe like the more that I've gotten into energy work and like, it's very hard to sometimes like realize that literally the same stuff that like your door is made out of, or like your glass that you're drinking your water out of is the same stuff that you're made out of. I mean, it's just a different vibration and a different projection that's happening of that energy. Like, I mean, it, you know, it, it doesn't matter what it is. It all breaks down to vibrating molecules and atoms. Like, Mm -hmm. but, um, well, there is something though that makes us different, obviously, than like a door, well, no, which has I'm just, to be yeah. energy. But yeah. Yeah, it's still yeah. energy. I mean, we always be, obviously, I feel we have a, a soul and a divine power different than a door. But as far as like the makeup <laughs> yeah. of it, we're made up of the exact same things. So, um, you know, something that I, I don't know if we'll necessarily hit on it, but something I wanted to kind of touch on was. I believe that like crystals do carry a certain vibration and an energetic like frequency that Mm -hmm. helps you with healing or a feeling or anything of that nature. But just like we've kind of covered with all of our manifestation stuff, setting that intention and setting what you think that that crystal will do for you is part of the power that comes from it. Oh, definitely. Yeah. We'll touch on that too. Um, on like different ways to use them. Yeah. So, um, you know, just the active thought, <laughs> one of our friends, she was working on selling one of her retreats out. Oh my um, gosh. Yes. And she's just kind of getting into crystals over the last like few months or whatever. And she goes, guys, I put, um, did she say aventurine? Is that what she did? Uh-huh. Yeah. Which is a like luck and money abundant stone and she put it in her bra and she's like I'm gonna sell I'm out my retreat these last seeds. and yeah. she did um and I was telling her I was like like I, almost right after she texted us yeah that. yeah and her partner that she does it with was like oh you know we should say thank you to the people that shared our like stories to help sell it out and um she was like and also my crystal my crystal <laughs> helps sell out the the retreat um I think just the act of, like, saying, I'm choosing this crystal to help me, like, do what I want to do, like, sets that intention and the universe has to respond to that. So, um, even if you don't, if you need more scientific fact, there's plenty out there. And I don't, do you know where you found that about the, um, stuff? Erin may be able to tell you so that you can look it up and definitely read more into it. Um, um, yeah, this is, I can actually like post it in our story or something too, I guess if people want to, after this actually goes live, um, it's called crystal age and it's a really, really good website. They have a lot of scientific Mm -hmm. and like historic there's sources for all of their stuff. And um, yeah, so if you're, if you need something that's a little bit more, you know, in depth than what we're touching on, definitely go, go check that out. And if you're the type of person that just wants to believe and does, that's great too. So, um, but yeah. Okay. So next we'll kind of go over why certain crystals have different abilities and some of that is, you know, based off of their colors, where they come from, and, and things of that nature. Yeah, so um, since crystals are, I kind of, these kind of ran together a little bit. <laughs> so um, since crystals are extracted, obviously, from the earth, they come from different places. And obviously, like, 
just like there's more red dirt in Oklahoma than there is in Kansas, um, different parts of the world carry are more rich in certain minerals. And those crystals come from the ground. Um, and just like Brittany was saying, how everything is atom and everything has a vibration or is made of vibrating molecules, um, those crystals have their own atoms and molecules that they're made out of. But because they're made up of different minerals, they have different frequencies. Mm -hmm. So just like, I mean, we have kind of talked about grounding before and how mm -hmm. when you're in different parts of the world, you just are, yeah, like you're at a different, that part of the world that you're traveling to has a different frequency probably than where you've lived, especially if you go, you know, a decent distance. Yeah. yeah. So standing on the ground in that place with your bare feet is going to help you, um, like balance your internal vibrational, um, rhythm. And it's because the ground you're standing on has a different frequency than where you were before. It's like, it resets, it can reset. Like everyone knows and believes in the circadian rhythm. It's like what tells you mm -hmm. to be awake and what tells you to like when you're starting to get tired and yeah. put you in that cycle and, you know, resetting your energy and your rhythm to where you're at can help with like jet lag and mm -hmm. not feeling good and, and all of that. And so that same rhythm or frequency is genetically imprinted on the crystals from that world. So, yeah. or from that world, from that um, country or place that you're at. It's so, a whole other world. Yeah, it is. You know, we live in a, I believe we have parallel universes. So that's another story for another <laughs> that's day. That's a different episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you can, uh, you know, take from that crystal that you may find somewhere, you know, like, over, I know like Morocco is really big on selenite. Like they have a very high salt content and selenite, you know, comes from that magnesium, selenite, um, all of that. So like Moroccan selenite, not that you can't find it from somewhere else, but it's just That's prevalent That's where they have there. so much of it. Yeah. Yes. So, and turquoise is prevalent in Mexico or, mm -hmm. um, you know, it just kind of depends on, on the different parts of the world. It's just where they're found. So those individual things or crystals carry that vibration and that frequency. Yeah. So, um, based on the mineral and the frequency that it's at, that's why people use certain ones for different things. Mm -hmm. Um, so there are usually, and the cool thing is that usually the color that those minerals make up have, are like all general. So even if they come from different parts of the world, if it's a green stone, that's more commonly used for like healing your heart chakra or um, being good for even like health, you know, health yeah. things yeah. in that part of your body, like circulation. And, and it's, it's pretty cool how, yeah, it can, it can be tied to, and one thing to preface before we start talking about all of this, if you have an actual health issue that's like <laughs> dire, I would suggest going to see a doctor. We're not a doctor. We're not saying this will cure your diseases. That's oh, yeah. not what we're here for. We're here to let you know of different crystals and minerals that can assist in your healing and mm -hmm. and encourage. Yes. Yeah. So, um, you know, as we talk about the things that it could possibly assist with please like if you're we're not saying to not yes, go to a doctor if, yes and that's for physical or emotional and mental like you know disorders or issues that you may be may be facing so as we we touch on them please you know work with your doctor as well definitely so yeah no so like she was saying for the heart it can do stuff emotionally where what resides in your heart chakra like self-love and that's where you actually receive abundance into and you know uh it, where relationships stem from so any of that kind of love and heart that's obviously emotionally tied but also the physical mm -hmm. so the circulation and um anxiety sits in the heart chakra um you know things like that can can play into the the physical side and I know anxiety is a feeling but it also clearly has physical oh, symptoms definitely. to it yeah. so just like stress. I mean, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I mean, we won't get too much into like what, each one, yeah. each one, obviously, but each crystal does have its own special properties. And there is a, since 
I mean, we can kind of get into. Yeah. How, so the next topic would be how to pick a crystal. And so I used to have a brick and mortar boutique where I would have, you know, several shelves of crystals and people would immediately come in and either do one of two things. They would kind of like stand there till I asked (laughs) if they knew (laughs) anything about crystals or two, they would pick up the little slips of paper that are in front of the crystals to start reading about like what they can help with or the chakra or whatever. And I always like to stop people before they pick up the the little notes. And there's a couple of reasons. Number one, what your mind thinks you need and what your soul thinks you need are completely different. Um, your soul knows your mind is trying to rationalize everything. So I always tell people, it doesn't matter if you're looking online. It doesn't matter if you're looking in store. I think it's beneficial to see what you're drawn to oh, and definitely. whatever excites you, whatever makes you happy is a crystal that's calling to be with you. So I always told people, you know, like don't necessarily look at the, the little slip of paper, pick it out. And then people, once they would do that and then they would pick up the paper after they had picked their crystal, it always hit home for them. There was always something and it didn't matter if they were picking the crystal out for themselves or they were coming in for their like son or a boyfriend or their mom or whoever, it always hit home. Like it was crazy. So you will find what you're looking for without having to do any of the work. Just pick out what looks pretty to you, what you're drawn to. You can be superficial with it. Like if a you know, like I think Erin one day was talking about like letting what somebody pick a crystal and she picked out one and Erin was like, Oh God, I, I mean, that's not my favorite crystal. And like she <laughs> my ended sister. up, okay, yeah. And she ended up yeah. looking at it and it was perfect and I was like, yeah, for what she was going exactly through. exactly what you need. Um, it was funny. I gave my sister a crystal for, well, I got all of my like favorite crystals out that I have at my house and I wanted her to choose one that she could have as part of her birthday present. Mm -hmm. And she, (laughs) I mean, I don't think tiger's eye is an ugly crystal by any means, but this one, one you're drawn to this was Mm -hmm. not an attractive tiger's eye crystal. Like out of all the bigger ones that I had, I was just kind of like, man, I've seen a really pretty tiger's eye crystal before and this one kind of looks ugly. Yeah. So, um, that's the one she picked though. And I was like, well, okay. And I didn't, I mean, now obviously I know more like of the properties off the top of my head. And at that point I was like, okay, well, let me look up tiger's eye and read it to you just because I like to do that. And instead of me like telling people I could always just be like making something up so (laughs) um so I read it to her and she was just like wow that's really what this is for and and I was like yeah like it's exactly what you needed yeah and and we were both I mean it's funny because every time I'm surprised I am too I'm just like I knew it but I mean not really surprised but just like wow validated and yes validated I guess would be a better word yeah she was surprised though because she doesn't didn't really know you know what crystals were all about or how they worked exactly so it's just it's so true and it's so crazy that well even when we did our workshop yeah at the oh yeah yeah we we did a workshop and there were what 11 girls that ended up doing it I I was gonna say I think there was actually like 13 because we were planning on 15 I thought but either way it doesn't matter Uh, either way there was a bunch of girls yeah so Um, about a 10 or more girls. And we picked out individual crystals. I think there was only like... We just like bought random crystals. They were all different. Mm -hmm. And we had the little notes, of course. We had them in little bags. And they chose their crystal just based off of what they were drawn to, whether it was like the color or, you know, whatever. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And after we did a few exercises, they were able to read the note. Mm -hmm. And all of them were like, whoa. (laughs) Yeah. So surprised. Like, it was... It was amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's Even just like fun. Even some of them fun. cried. Like, I, yes, yes. It, it's just it's, it's fun just to really, see really cool. like that realization happen in people. And so, when we say like to try to pick a crystal out this way, we truly, honestly mean it. Like, surprise yourself and get like a little yeah. giddy delight from the universe of being like, yeah, this is what you mm-hmm. need. And it's so funny because like kids are really drawn to crystals as well, and so they would come into the store. And for whatever reason, they would choose carnelian, which I had raw carnelian in the store, which is kind of, um, 
it's not like a super super it's pretty not the crystal. Most impressive it's one, like kind yeah. of a burnt orange, and when it's raw, it doesn't like really shine at all. Yeah, yeah. But kids would pick out, and it doesn't matter if they were male or female. They would pick out the carnelian and rose quartz. And you know, I'm talking about the kids that are old enough to like be picking up my little jars of crystals or whatever. So they were usually like between you know five and twelve, and both of those crystals, like the the carnelian is bravery and power and kind of like standing in your own and like becoming an individual. Mm-hmm. And rose quartz is obviously for self-love and love of others. And it's something that like little kids are kind of, you know, They're going so, through that at that age. Yeah. Like, you know, some of them were getting like either bullied or not sure where they wanted to like kind of fit in into the world. And then obviously you're like, making friends and learning and making relationships with your teachers and like other your coaches and all of that. And those two stones were super fitting for kids of that age. And that's always what they were drawn to. And that's always what they would pick. And adults will come in and they'll end up picking like aventurine, which is green for the heart chakra, which is where we can hold a lot of trauma and Mm self-doubt when we don't have self-love. And then they would pick like tourmaline, which is a black one, which is like setting healthy boundaries, like keeping out like any kind of negative Negative energy. energy, And so really, truly, honestly, if I only have one tip for you ever, it's just to not read about a crystal and to pick based off of what you're drawn Mm -hmm. to because it is meant for you. Yeah. So... Um, okay. So once you've picked your crystal out, I would do a, until you get kind of comfortable in kind of the world of charging and cleansing the crystal, you're going to bring it home and two things like I wouldn't, a lot of people suggest salt water, which is a quick and easy way to cleanse your crystal. And by cleansing your crystal, that means like you're getting rid of negative energy or somebody else's energy. You're just like wiping it clean for you. Yes. But with that being said, there are lots of crystals that are salt or mineral based and they over time can dissolve (laughs) in water. water soluble. (laughs) Yes. Do not soak them. (laughs) Yes. So a lot of times I see that on, you know, certain websites and while that can work for probably 75% of the crystals that you're buying, it can end up like ruining. And if you've spent a lot of money on your crystal, like it would be really sad. So I think if you can find some sustainably sourced, like, um, Palo Santo or Sage, you can smoke cleanse it. So it'll do kind of the same thing. You can also, um, put it out in the sunshine to cleanse it of any low vibrational energy. You're kind of returning it back to its natural habitat outside. So that's, Cleansing and cleansing just means that you're getting rid of like any vibrations or energy that could have been picked up already. Yeah. Yeah. From the people that are packaging it or sending it or other people in the store that were picking it up. You want it like clean for yourself. And then there is charging a crystal and charging just kind of almost like resets it to its like factory setting when it's most powerful, (laughs) it's fastest, you know, like all that kind of stuff. And generally, the easiest way to charge a crystal without having to do anything else is setting it out in the moonlight. Um, full moon and new moon are like big energy times. So if it's easy once a month, set them either outside if you have the ability, or you can just put them in your window seal and leave the blinds open for the evening. Mm-hmm. So those are two ways. If, you know, like maybe you don't have the ability or you're like, forget about it, you can also... Um, by selenite and selenite is one of the only crystals that can it itself doesn't keep any energy and it cleanses and charges crystals around it it just purifies the energy yeah and it's good like it's a good crystal on its own like I love selenite I think it's just kind of like it's one of my favorites it's like a powerhouse crystal Mm -hmm. but you can buy like and it's not a super expensive one you can buy little like They call them charging plates. Yeah, I have one. Yeah. It's just like circular, maybe like four or five inches in diameter usually. And you can get one for under like 
$30. Like, they're not, yeah, I mean. I think I got mine. Yeah, it was probably around 30 Yeah. Mine's a little bit bigger, too. Yeah. So, Etsy is a great place to find something like that. Yeah, so you can do that, and you can just set the crystals on top of the selenite um, when you're not using them or for whatever reason, and it'll charge and cleanse it as well. Selenite is not water-soluble, so um, you do not want to put it in water. It mm-hmm. will deteriorate on you. Um, so just do a quick search until you get into crystals more and you kind of understand. I actually never water cleanse any crystals. Sometimes I'll put a few in the bathtub with me when I'm like soaking or whatever. So I don't even really have to worry about it, but I know of the handful that like can be. Yeah. Some people recommend it. Yeah. It's, it comes even like on little pieces of paper with a lot of crystals and I've gotten them before that aren't water soluble. So I'm um, like, I feel like it's yeah. just easier not to do it. <laughs> yeah. Just if you can, or if you're against like Palo Santo and Sage, um, you can do incense, you can do, um, like sweet grass, smoke cleansing of any kind of herb will, will work for it as well. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. And then the next piece would be, you're starting to look and maybe you're like picking some out online and you're going to see like all different kinds. You're going to see tumbled stones, which means it has been made kind of... Like polished. Yes, a polished, smooth. It usually shines a little bit more. A raw or unpolished or um, not tumbled is going to look basically just like a rock you would see kind of outside. I mean, the colors will look cooler, but... it's in its raw form. Yes, so it will like have rougher edges um, you know, things of that nature and kind of really the main difference for me, and I'll kind of touch on something else for me. I carry, I know we've joked about it. I carry crystals in my bra, like tumbled is obviously easier and nicer (laughs) on the boobies. Probably. (laughs) Yeah. If you, if it's tumbled and it fits in there. Um, I, I have both at my house. I like the way that raw looks when I kind of like decorate or have them out. I think they look more natural and they're usually a little bit bigger, um, and things of that nature. So either one though, property and healing wise carry the exact same frequency. With that being said, there are people out there who don't believe that they think in raw is the only way, like a raw crystal is the only way more powerful. Yeah. I have read that. I've read it. I don't believe it, but if you want to subscribe to it just by raw crystals, you know, I try to keep both on hand for my customers a lot of times. And, um, a lot of people end up buying raw crystals. Again, I think sometimes they're bigger. Um, so I'm not really sure if that's why, but it, for me personally, obviously do, do you, but I, I don't care. I mean, tumbled feels better in my pockets and in my bra. (laughs) Um, but I have a crap ton of raw crystals that I, that I keep on hand. I don't know if you have a, I have both. I have both. And I, I don't feel like there's a difference. I mean, why would I, I've thought about that and why would it be different? Mm -hmm. Like it's gone through a process, but as long as it's a true, you know, like a true stone and it's not like a, like a fake or whatever, then I feel like it should have the same properties and it's going to do as much for you. Yeah. Whether it's shiny or not. So yeah. And that kind of brings me to one of the points I want to make. So when you start to get into crystals, there are natural crystals and there are man-made crystals. And I, I kind of have an open policy on it. I don't for myself personally buy man-made only because I think like the natural are just like as fun, but there is a very like growing trend of like, um, a lot of them will call it like rainbow calcite or like rainbow or angelic usually. And it has some sort of like almost psychedelic property to it where it like shimmers. Like that iridescent. Yeah. And usually the crystal itself is natural, but they have put a coating on it to make it kind of um, like iridescent. Like uh-huh. it has, you can see kind of the rainbow reflect yeah, it in it. Yeah, it has like that opalescence too. Yeah, yes, opalescence. That's perfect. Um, I have no problem if you're drawn to it. You know, kids obviously love that as well, and I'm all for kids having crystals. I don't think it's an issue. Some people are adamantly against it because it's putting a coating over a crystal. 
I think they're powerful enough. They don't give a fuck if they have it. It's still a mineral coating, (laughs) though. So, I mean, Um, I feel like just adding minerals to a different mineral, maybe, like, in... Well, some of them are. Some of them are basically, like, a nail polish coating. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, I don't think it matters. (laughs) I think the crystal underneath is real. So, I'm putting it out there that, like, I know, like, some crystal person's probably going to come for me in my DMs, (laughs) but... I don't think it matters. Like, do you? And again, like setting the, you know, the intention behind something is like yeah. more of it's the belief It's all about why me. you're doing it for yeah. sure. I mean. Just like anything really. Like spiritual yeah. practices. It's yeah, about your and, intention and what you're looking to get out of it. Yeah. In my like opinion, like carrying a crystal or having like a symbolic meaning of what you're working towards is no different than like somebody wearing a cross on their neck. Uh It's symbolic. It doesn't have to come from like, you know, a priest to be like a, to be meaningful to you or or powerful. powerful. So I feel the same way. I don't buy man-made you. It's sometimes hard. And some, unfortunately, some people that sell crystals and I have found this like as I buy and like sell for my own customers, I have reputable sources that I've like vetted and like gone through, but like I, and I always bought off Etsy too before I like started my store. And sometimes I still buy off Etsy because there are some good like wholesalers there, but they'll tell you something is natural and it's not like, I think we touched on it. So is there a good way to tell, like just, I mean, someone starting out with crystals, how they could know the difference. I mean, usually the one there's going to be like a handful that are probably the most like, um, like Like easy to find. Yeah. Yeah. Or the easiest to like that people try to fake you out. Like turquoise uh is one that like people will try to like sell something and it's not turquoise. Uh, natural citrine is probably the most popular because it's actually kind of crazy. Natural citrine should be like, it's one of my top three crystals for sure. Um, it should look like a glass of champagne. It should be that like nice off yellow, like creamy kind of yellow clear. color. Yeah. yeah kind of clear, but a lot of citrine that they sell and they'll call it natural citrine and you like, it's burnt orange. It's really, I mean, it looks kind of pretty, but it's actually amethyst that they take. And if you add heat to it, it turns, it, turns yellow. it yellow. And in that regard, like I mean, it makes me mad because I feel bad if people think they're buying citrine and it's amethyst, but it's still a natural crystal that's just been heat treated. So I feel like you're getting the amethyst properties because I actually have some citrine that is that that I bought like years ago. And now I know that it's amethyst, but I'm like, eh, I like amethyst too. So it doesn't bother me, but that one's really easy and clear quartz is really easy. Clear quartz should like be... They call it clear, but it's cloudy. Like, it's not like... Yeah, it looks like a stone. Like yeah. a rock that you would find, just more, like, crystal-like. It's yeah. not going to look like a crystal. Like a... Glass. A clear glass. Yeah. Yes. And some people will sell... Glass. Like, tumbled glass, because it won't cut you that way, or whatever. Yeah, like fish tank stones. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or, yes. like, aquarium stones. Yes, and it's glass and it's not clear quartz. So those are the ones that I feel like are probably the most like commonly. Yeah. Like misrepresentative. Yeah. Yeah. With that being said, I still believe if you're putting the intention out there that you're like, I'm getting clear quartz because I want to get rid of negative energy, like your soul and your vibration is already setting to that, Uh that you will still get some kind of benefit. So don't go like freaking out if you've bought crystals and now you're terrified that you have like a man-made crystal. (laughs) I still believe that like you can be calibrating to that crystal's energy without even having the real thing. So that's my thing. I don't know how you feel about it, but. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think that you're like, when we use crystals, part of the like magic comes from the crystal, mm-hmm. and part of it definitely like comes from us. It yeah. can't just be like it's like oh, an energetic. I'm just exchange. gonna carry this crystal, and then like I don't have to try, you know, or <laughs> yeah. I don't have to be in a better mood or be nicer or anything like that. Um, yeah, or positive, whatever it is that you want out of it. But um, yeah, I would say I'd be a little more disappointed if it was just fake. Like if I had a crystal that was made out of glass or plastic or, you know, whatever, rather than like one that was man-made. Um, that's something too, that I didn't realize was such a big deal. Um, a lot of people don't really like the idea of man-made crystals, Mm -hmm. but 
there are a lot of people that are for it because uh. so many crystals come from, you know, like third world countries and obviously there aren't like a ton of mines in America where people are just like, you know, like where, yeah. where are we getting these crystals from? So, um, like, yeah, you like child slave labor is yeah. actually something that has kind of become a problem or an issue mm-hmm. um, with crystals becoming more popular and like just pe- them being more trendy and more mainstream and stuff like that. So that is something to think about when you're getting your crystals, just like anything else, whether it's like your food or your clothes or whatever. Um, if you can find what the source is and and if there's a way to make sure that it's like fair trade or, you know, something Usually, like ethically and sustainably. Sourced. Yes. Yeah. Then that would be ideal. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had to like put a little something I'll about try to that. Find, out there. I, oh yeah, no, I'm the same way. I only buy from, you know, like I said earlier, Palo Santo and Sage that's ethically and sustainably sourced and the same for the crystals that I sell to customers. Um, I'll need to make a note and put in like, even if you're not buying from me or the store, like, you know, I don't have every crystal under the sun. Um, some websites that you can go to that are perfect. Yeah. That are, you know, great because they do support an economy and there's nothing I, you know, I do buy a lot of American made because I like that, but it's also great to support other economies, especially, Mm -hmm. um, in areas where, they need that to survive. Yeah, so definitely. You just need to do it and the right way. And we know they're not being yeah. mistreated or whatever for, yeah. for the labor that they're doing. So. For sure. So, um, and then the last kind of little piece is bracelets. Bracelets are super fun, super cute way to incorporate, like, you know, when we're talking about the different types of, um, you know, raw, tumbled, whatever. If you're not ready to, you know, be a bra crystal carrying member, (laughs) (laughs) um, you can start with bracelets. They're really pretty. They're fun to stack. You can get any crystal under the sun. They're usually pretty affordable, you know, depending on the brand that you get from, you can find them under $25, you know, look around, find somebody again. Etsy's like great because a lot of them are like, you know, a person's making them like, you know, they're individual business owners making them. So that's great. If you can support that again, look for what looks pretty to you or what's jumping out to you. It's totally fine to be superficial, but if you're drawn to something that's maybe not as pretty, still check it out because it could be what you need. Mm-hmm. So yeah. bracelets are always a go-to for us for sure. Oh, definitely. They're just easy to have all the time. Yeah. And the last one. Yeah. So the last one is just different ways to use crystals. Obviously, we've touched on some different things, um, like wearing and just keeping them with you, setting intention behind it. That's really the main thing to keep in mind when you are talking about using a crystal. It's about your intention and what you're looking for, like why you feel drawn to using crystals. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some more like holistic technical holistic practice practices that involve crystals. So mm-hmm. we'll talk a little bit about those. Um, chakra healing is one of the most popular, I think, which involves somebody putting either doing it on yourself or there are people like where you can actually go and have a chakra healing done. And, they make an energy map basically on your body. So taking different stones that have certain properties and putting them on your chakras throughout your body. So if you don't know really anything about chakras, we have, (laughs) (laughs) there are different chakras, which are basically energy points along your body that do exactly that. They store energy, whether it's good or bad. And if you're looking for healing, most likely you have a blockage or a bad energy or something like that. So taking a stone that's compatible with each chakra, laying them out in different ways is thought to um, clear out those energies and to just help your systems work together in sync again and to cleanse really. Um, Mm -hmm. And then with grit, like, grid mapping and energy mapping and stuff like that. It's kind of like crystal grids are so pretty. Yeah. Like, but you obviously have to have a lot of crystals generally. Like if you're going to like 
kind of make a little, uh-huh. like, they're not usually super tiny. There's usually, you know, like, 20 to 30 crystals involved. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can get tinier ones for sure. I think, like, most metaphysical stores sell... Just small, yeah. Like, a little kit that you can kind of make mm-hmm. it. Um, but you can make your own as well. Yeah, I say, before I had a lot of crystals, I just liked the idea. I mean, if you if you see pictures of people using crystals, then they usually do have them laid out kind of in a little design. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't know what that is, that is a grid, like, so an energy grid, basically using geometric shapes, which are thought to be sacred. Um, it's not just math. (laughs) (laughs) Um, there are actually certain, um, well, the foundations of geometry are also tied to a lot of spiritual things in ancient civilizations, which is so cool. And it's something that we could totally get into as far as like the hidden history that they don't teach you about in like mainstream education. Because I was getting my nails done. I just saw this. I was getting my nails done last week. And this is like my like level of interest in the stuff. I'm like getting it done. And they start a show on Netflix called The Code. And I had no idea what it was. And I think it's like a series. uh, And this guy goes around like showing how each like hidden geometry is everywhere. Oh my gosh. And sacred. Oh my gosh. I can't talk. Geometry. And I'm like sitting there getting my nails done. And I must have been in, like, full-blown, like, awe because the lady was like, oh, you're really into that show. And I realized, like, my mouth was open. I was like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) Into it. And I didn't even know what was happening. And I was like, I've never seen this. And I was really trying to pay attention because I couldn't fully hear it inside the store. But I am going to watch it. Freaking Uh cable is... Our Wi-Fi is non-existent. So who knows when I'll be able to. But I want to watch it. Um... Oh, really bad, but... You can come over and watch it. Yeah, there we go. Together. Yeah, so... But, I mean, yeah, we already talked about Graham Hancock, but he is one of those, like, ancient scientist, historian, um, what else does he do? He, like, digs... Uh, paleontology. Paleo- um, Archaeologist. Archaeologist. Um, oh. and he actually also points out, if you definitely look him up and listen to everything he has to say, because it's amazing, um, but talks about how there are ancient civilizations that oh my gosh that have like big monuments that sadly have been destroyed for the most part around the world that align at perfect geometric points along the earth and align perfectly with systems um in space and along with just, it's, it's so, so crazy. Yeah, like, like, in one part of the world, they've built a monument that sits at the exact angle, I think, on, like, the summer solstice. It's, like, lined it's up for the sun aligned. to, like, set yes. at the setting. And then, like, 5,000 miles away in a different country, they've done the exact same exactly, thing. Exactly, like, 90 civilization, degrees, yeah. Different, like, all of that. And they've done the exact same thing, but, like, theirs is obviously falling during and they the all win- like, winter solstice yes. because they're on different parts of the equinox or and whatever. And then they, like, align with the Milky Way because that's what so many ancient cultures believe, like, your soul travels through the Milky Way after you pass away and, like, before you come back to Earth. So it's so crazy. But geometry is such a big thing, and it brings us back to what I was originally talking about (laughs) with crystal grids. Tangent Um, complete. Yes, tangent complete. (laughs) Um, But using basic geometric shapes, so, like, lining things up in a diamond or using a circle or spiral, you know, just square, spiral, whatever shape you feel inclined. To, I mean, I'll, if you'll notice, a lot of it is what feels good to you. It's kind of our like theme of <laughs> yeah. our podcast, our basically. We only do what we um, want to do. <laughs> right. It just needs to feel okay to you. Yeah. Um, but that's where I started. I didn't Google like how to make a energy grid with my crystals. I just picked up the certain crystals that I wanted to use and usually they're the ones that are similar to each other like I used all of my clear quartz with a little bit of you know like my different um rose quartz or my different amethyst or my it just depends on what your intention is really because they're just really pretty to look at too like it's soothing to make a pretty pattern it is really soothing Mm -hmm. so Lay it out how you feel like. And then I leave it up for a couple days. They sit, I don't know where I read, but I think I read like 
keep it up for 48 hours um, for it to have like more of an effect. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely a way to use them. Um, The chakra healing I talked about. And then there was something else. Oh, well, okay. So it's not really using crystals though. Um, I was going to say when people use um, like feng shui or acupuncture or something like that, it's all based off of the energy flow of your body and those meridian points that are known to like be the channels which your energy flows through. That's actually like an ancient Chinese. Um, uh, it came. It came. Meridian points are based off of ancient Chinese practices and energy practices, just like um, like Tai Chi and martial mm-hmm. arts stuff like that. So it's kind of the same thing. The healing chakras. Your energy flows certain ways, and using those crystals that correlate with your chakras will help you clean out, and it'll be like a therapeutic... Remove blockages. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like going to the chiropractor. Yeah. Except more like spiritual. (laughs) Yeah. No, so the crystals will kind of vibrate out any blocks or low-hanging energy that you have there. And then, speaking of the feng shui part, like obviously feng shui is its own modality in of itself, but like when you're doing the mapping within feng shui in your house or even in just like an office or your bedroom you can actually activate certain points within feng shui like Uh maybe your prosperity corner or your love corner or you know they call them blocks or maps i think but you can put crystals that because they will give you just go read like a feng shui on what you're wanting to do and it'll tell you what colors and what um elements to put in that area so you know depending on on what you're doing in feng shui and what you're looking for like you could go put a rose quartz in yeah. that corner you could and you'll put have that perfect flow in your home yeah in your yeah. business or you know whatever yeah and i actually do like crazy little like thank god for levi but um I will do stuff like I have black tourmaline on each side of doorways on the outside of the house. And, like, sometimes people will kick their rocks out of the way. And Levi's like, no, those are Brittany's rocks. And they'll, like, put them back. Keep those there. Yeah. Or, like, when we put down new flooring, I got some clear quartz, um, like, like powder. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can, like, buy it on online or whatever. And I, like, put it in certain corners because I couldn't put, like, a giant crystal or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we sealed up. Like, we had taken some tile up, so we sealed up, like, the areas that, like, if there was any crack because we just have a subflooring, and I would, like, put crystals before we would seal it up. So it was, like, vibrating up. You can put it. I have them in our pillowcases in our bedroom. Um... I, like, when my nieces and nephews are born, I go and put crystals under their cribs. Like, you know, I tell them, my sister knows they're there. So, obviously, once they're at the crawling age, they get moved. So, they don't, like, <laughs> so they don't swallow them. it. Yeah. Um, but, or, like, my sister was in labor. This is the best. She was in labor. I wasn't there. My mom was able to be in the room. And so, I gave my mom crystals to put in my sister's pillow during <laughs> her labor. And the next like later on after because they do it all in the same room or whatever and later on they were like changing out the sheets after my niece was born and the lady was like changing the pillowcase and crystals fell out and she's like are these for you and my sister's like yep yep they are (laughs) those are my sisters so you can use them for anything like it doesn't you know, or use them anywhere that feels good to you. Like I keep some in my purse. I have certain ones I keep in my bra. Mm -hmm. They're just so fun and they're so pretty. And like people, like it's so, it's so great. I don't, couldn't talk more about how much I love crystals. There's just a really good feeling behind them. It's just an easy practice to incorporate. It's affordable, you know, that you, they don't have to be expensive and it doesn't mean just because it's a bigger crystal that it's more powerful like you can have the ones that can fit into the palm of your hand or you could have the ones that look like statues in your houses so you don't feel like you have to go spend your life savings on them oh no not at all it's definitely about like we said it's your intention and and how you choose to use it and what you want to get out of it yeah um yeah so I think, I think that's that it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, here we are about an hour in. So we've, we've definitely gone over it. Uh, we will make sure to post some crystal websites that you can look for and Aaron's 
information, sources, yeah. yeah, sources that you can look into. If you do have something you want to like buy a specific crystal or I've actually had people reach out and ask me to identify some crystals, mm-hmm. Aaron and I are happy to help. So feel free to reach out. If not, get your butt out, find your first crystal, you know, pop that crystal cherry. Every now and, and then the universe will just drop one off at your door. <laughs> yeah, they will do that as well. So if you have questions, let us know. Other than that, I hope um, crystals can kind of add something to right. your life and uh, because it definitely did to ours. Yeah, don't be scared. They are definitely something that's taboo, but just like tarot cards or prayer or anything astrology else. Yeah, yeah it's all about what you are looking for yeah if you have good energy behind it nothing but good energy will come back exactly so all right well let us know if you have question guys other than that have a good week bye. bye thanks for joining us this week on the cosmic road trip podcast if you like this episode we would love for you to leave us a five-star review and make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode After all, like energy attracts like energy, so keep the good vibes coming. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.